0: Welcome to the Highfield Youth Podcast. This is Jess and today I'm chatting to Simon from the Gen. Hi Simon. Hello. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, not too bad, thanks. If you hear a baby screaming throughout this, it's uh, nothing unusual, it's just my son George.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Um, Now Simon, you're a Gen leader, but this isn't the only youth group that you've been on. How long have you been like doing youth work and why even bother?
1: Um, at our last church we we're in uh, Kingston, Cornerstone Church, Kingston. Me and my wife Chloe, and uh, we, we didn't really have a massive passion or capability with youth work, I don't think. Um, but there was a need; they wanted more youth leaders. Um, we weren't doing anything productive at the time, so we uh, stepped in. And I think that's what serving is about. A bit, if you if you're available, step up. Unless you're absolutely terrible or terrified, or anything, <laughs> then maybe not. And then you know we enjoyed it. So when we got to Highfields, we uh, decided to get involved in youth work again.
0: Fab, and why? Um, Why do you think it's important? So even if it wasn't your thing to start off with, you clearly think it is fun and important. Like why?
1: I benefited a lot from youth work at my home church. I was brought up as a Christian in a Christian household. I went to. I didn't become a Christian until I was late teens. So I kind of goofed around a lot in youth group and didn't really take it very seriously. But looking back, I did learn a lot and um uh, although i was probably made life quite hard for the youth leaders um i did learn a lot looking back about jesus about the bible and that's something that's important especially you know the younger the younger you are i think the more important it is to get those bible truths embedded because it gets really hard to be a christian as you get into the early 20s university age career you know early career age so now is a really important time to start learning about the Bible.
0: Yeah, and we oh, we love having you on the Gen team. But that isn't all you do in life, is it? Um what do you what do you do um, normally? What's your job?
1: Uh, I'm in the Air Force. Um, been in for about ten years. Um, I joined up as an aircraft technician, so manufacturing aircraft parts. But now I'm at a training unit.
0: What does that where mean?
1: Where it's, it's a um, a defence college. So we're training recruits fresh out of recruit training. To do their trades so grand engineering trades are electrical mechanical and fabrication jobs to support aircraft across the country and then we send them out to different operating bases across the UK so, you so just, I'm kind of in an admin role really discipline admin part-time drill instructor as well so, so it's quite broad quite varied.
0: So in lockdown at the moment what has what have you done like day to day? Same been-
1: thing really it's probably the same problems as a lot of Colleges and universities across the country. The military are quite keen to continue training, but they also want to keep that social distancing thing as well. We seem to be doing that.
0: What's what's like something different about your job that's different to most others?
1: I suppose because the armed forces, isn't it? So I don't think many jobs fire live ammunition. Um,
0: no, they
1: don't. Uh, and I don't think many people get asked to, you know, go across to other parts of the world and dangerous places they don't really know much about. Being the armed forces, you. They can ask you to go anywhere they want, really, and potentially a short notice. Exactly. That's the major difference, really. A lot of it's the same because it comes under civilian regulations as well. But there's always that element of um, you know you've got a job to do in this country, but you you may be asked to do it overseas as well.
0: And then um, like, and I just remember like, Remem- Remembrance Day. You were you were part of a parade. Like, is that something yes. that happens every year? What, what do you like? What are you doing in that?
1: Yeah, as as I said, I've got a secondary role as a drill instructor at St. Athen. So when uh, it gets to those times of years, when there's a lot of ceremonial duties, so that the, our unit commits itself to quite a lot of ceremonial duties. As it should we get all the trainees. We've already got about one hundred and fifty trainees at the unit, we split them all up and <clears throat> they go to various different commitments across South Wales, so it's quite a busy time of year, but there's other things as well, it's not just rem- Remembrance Weekend, there's you know, other ceremonial commitments as well.
0: Do you enjoy but, the
1: start of those? Uh, yeah, it can be, um, there's a, it's a lot of work, um, because I'm there as an instructor, so if it, if it all goes wrong and looks <laughs> terrible, it'll point the finger at me. So uh,
0: How much planning yeah. does it take?
1: quite quite a lot um it's got to look good otherwise the whole point in drilling ceremonial events is to make the military look good so if it looks bad then it's kind of failed as an operation yeah yeah, a lot of practice
0: yeah and are there any particular challenges like in your job about being a christian
1: in the military it's quite a different um it's quite a different way of talking to each other quite different sense of humor sense of humor is very dark um which i kind of get used to but you're kind of expected to join in, you know, foul language as a part of normal polite conversation in the military, which is when I'm in other circles, I still find it quite surprising that people don't swear every other word. Um, So in that respect, you're kind of expected to join in that side. But in a sense, that makes you stand out as very different if you don't join in. And people are very open in the military. They're they're not shy to ask you about what your beliefs are. Um, Mm. People are very not aggressive with the way they come across, but, you know, um, forthcoming in the way they talk to each other. So uh, in a sense, it makes it easier to be a Christian, but practically it's, it can be quite difficult because you're always conscious of how different you are.
0: Are there many, many things that you know of in your workplace, like with people who you work with?
1: Not many, no. Um, the only uh, other Christian, I say in inverted commas, is the Padre, but they're not often Christians. So they would have the role as, it's always very annoying to me, <laughs> they have the, the spiritual yeah. capacity as it were, in the military and they're very rarely Bible-believing Christians. So it can be quite confusing to people that the message that these Padres and chaplains give. Yeah. But every now and then you get a Padre or chaplain who is a Bible-believing Christian, but not often. But apart from that, there's no one else on the unit as far well as I know who's, who claims to be a Christian.
0: I think that must be quite difficult.
1: Yeah, it's the importance of. I mean, it might not be any more difficult than someone who's in, you know, theology college or
0: something yeah. like that,
1: where you'd expect to be surrounded by Christians, but aren't. Um, but that's the importance of having your small groups at home and your your Christian home life and uh, yeah. your life groups and church groups and things.
0: And it means that you know, like, what some of our kids at the Gen are going through because yeah a lot of them are on their own in school
1: exactly and it's not going to be too long before they're essentially plunged into that environment where they go to university and they find it's quite hostile environment to be a christian but then you've got that foundation that that, um rooting as it were
0: what um so what advice would you give to like our older youth who are about to be going into the workplace about to be going into university what advice would you give them knowing that there are some of these tougher times ahead
1: it's all down to the church really um in the military it's a bit different because sometimes you don't know where you're going to end up but if you're choosing a university or you're choosing a job or a move of some sort base it around a good church so think ahead non-christians don't have that problem they don't need to be near a good church but if you if you know what you want to do so you want to go to university base it on a good church rather than a good university or or a good career because if you're not in a church or you're not in a bible believing church you're not going to survive as a christian because you don't have that support
0: that's great that's really helpful and my last question same question for everybody have you got a song to sum up your week or just a favorite song that you're currently listening to
1: um the song itself hasn't got anything to do with my week but um and Chloe find that the days just run into each other because of this whole lockdown mm. one of my favorite films is groundhog day i don't know if you've seen it yeah. and uh, that song when the clock the that old style digital clock thing, the numbers flick down and that yeah. song starts playing I, I Got You Baby, is it by Sonny and Cher? Yeah, that one yeah. Um, so the song itself has got nothing to do with my week but I wake <laughs> up in the morning and that song sometimes plays in my head <laughs>
0: Because it is a bit like Groundhog Day, isn't it, at the moment?
1: If you've not seen the film, watch it, or just watch that scene.
0: I think I've watched that film, but I I can't really remember a lot of it, but I do remember that scene. I do remember. Yeah,
1: it gets stuck in your head that bit.
0: It does, yeah.
1: If the young people haven't seen it, watch it. It's good.
0: it It is a good film, and it is very appropriate for our times yeah that's right yes well thank you very much for um letting me interview simon about work and about being a christian there um thanks very much for for chatting and i'll see you our last gem on friday we'll see you then see you then bye thank you bye well that was simon from the edge next time we'll be catching up with two of our school leaders two of our gen leaders alice and abby and um, that's on thursday you join me then bye